Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Mentally Chill. Diagnoses, neuroses, and everything between. Today I have myself, Irene, and Melanie, my beautiful wife. Hey everyone. To um, talk about medication, our journey through finding the right medication, and just some things we picked up along the way. So we really hope that you guys are excited to sit and talk with us, and great. (laughs) (laughs) Intros are always awkward, I feel. But um, you want to start? Sure. I was going to ask you kind of when you first started taking medication for mental health. Absolutely. So I started taking medication after a inpatient hospital stay uh, when I was 15, I believe. So um, after that, I was on a mood stabilizer. I was on an antidepressant. I was on a sleep aid. And um, those were kind of the medicines that I was on. At that time. What about you? So I started off with mental health medicine, I think a little bit slower than you did. Yeah. I think you kind of got the fast track to taking a lot at once. Oh, Um, yeah. So I started taking uh, antidepressants after a trip to my general physician, my general doctor, where we discussed that I had been feeling kind of an increased level of sort of sadness and depression and a little bit more anxiety. And as a result, they put me on an antidepressant that is supposed to help kind of lower general anxiety as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, things that do double duty, mm-hmm. I found. So I, for myself, I know I've been pretty lucky with low side effects, I guess, because I think one thing with going on medication, whether it's for mental health or just physical health or, you know, any of that is that there can be a lot of side effects. And I think that mental health medications in particular tend to have sort of the highest, in my opinion, or just... I feel like if you, you know, you watch a commercial on TV for a drug, it, you know, they spend 10 minutes talking about, um, you know, 10 times as long talking about the side effects as they do about the drug itself. (laughs) Right. And so I think all drugs are going to have side effects. I just think they're... Um, because we're often, a lot of people are on more than one medication at once. You have these like compounding things that can all kind of work together. I know, um, a lot of mine have weight gain. Same. It's horrible. (laughs) And, um, so to, uh, lose weight has been increasingly hard. on my medication as they pile up um and I know for me my uh, mood stabilizer we kind of had an issue last year where um my thyroid uh stopped working well and we went to an endocrinologist um and I say we because Mel was with me the whole time um And my thyroid had basically stopped working completely. And so they needed to put me on a full replacement dose of a thyroid medicine. And they believed the culprit was my mood stabilizer. 
And this is a mood stabilizer that I had been on off and on for roughly um, six years. Quick fact track moment. Yeah. At first you were not on a full replacement dosage. Yes. But yeah, I mean, it eventually, get, the story. it eventually got to that point. So um, before I was on a full replacement dose, uh, they did have me on just a partial dose. Um, so they wanted me to get off my mood stabilizer and I've tried a lot of different mood stabilizers and not a lot worked for me. And so I had this complete mental breakdown as a result, um, just due to like losing hope that I'd ever find a mood stabilizer that worked for me again that I could take. And, um, you know, just that. I think also with bipolar too, it's harder to find antidepressant that doesn't trigger other symptoms. Yeah, they really want to be careful that you're not going to trigger a manic episode. And up till then, I had never had a manic episode. And then uh, I had always been kind of hypomanic and had a hard time communicating that to doctors because doctors don't always, you know, in my experience, my doctors didn't always communicate what... Um, hypomanic could look like Mm -hmm. so for me it's agitated it's like irritable it's not necessarily like um this like larger than life feeling that I've always heard described um it was definitely something that we've identified only in looking at back at what we have experienced so That was a big side effect for me, and each medication has its own side effects, but this medication that I'm on um, is particularly hard on the um, thyroid and the liver, or the kidneys, sorry, Um, and I, I, sorry, we, um, we just got a cat stroller, and our cat's being cute over there, so we get a look. Um, so, you know, I've had some serious side effects from medication and I know that regardless of, um, the side effects, I know that there is some give and take with being on medication and that's something that I'll have to live with for the rest of my life and, um... Even if I stopped taking this medication, I wouldn't get my thyroid usage back. Right. But um, if I stopped taking the medication out of fear of what could happen, I would definitely struggle because I went through, I think, just about as many mood stabilizers as there are on the market. Yeah. I think that's probably hard for a lot of people is trying to figure out sort of if it's if the side effects are worth what you get out of the medicine. And I think it just depends, and I don't know if this sounds bad or not, on how low you've swung before mentally. I think that kind of, like for you, and I know for myself too, where, you know, things have gotten pretty dark for both of us, I think we both really see the benefits of... I don't know what you're... Irene's... I, don't, don't mind me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think that since we both kind of swung low before, yeah, I think that uh, 
for me and I think for Irene as well, the side effects, they're worth it to kind of maintain what I would consider for myself a higher level of sanity. (laughs) Yeah, I I would say like the thing about being, you know, like undiagnosed hypothyroid um, problems are going to make all of your psychological system like like symptoms worse and so keep your whole body in mind when you're taking medicine know the side effects know what to look for but don't like don't hang on every like cough and sneeze as a potential side effect right just know that it's part of it but there is give and take and you have the power to choose. I think, yeah. And there are, I think Irene is also an exception when it comes to trying is so many medicines and having so few kind of work for you. I think that a lot of people, I don't know that that would be everyone's story. You know, I think that, and that's just the interesting thing about different people's chemical makeup is that not every medicine works for everybody the same way. Mm-hmm. And so never feel bad if you feel like, you know, because I think we've both had side effects from medication and doctors have been like, that's not a side effect. It's like, well, it started after I started taking this. <laughs> Nothing mm-hmm. else has changed in my life. So I think always kind of keep in mind, too, that you know your body better than anyone else does. And advocate for yourself if you feel like a medicine's not working. I know for myself, uh, when I've needed even when I, after finding the right medicine, kind of communicating that I need higher doses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, oh, for myself, I think, you know, I'm lucky. I don't know if that's the right word to use here, but for my physical health, I have migraines, I have dizziness, I have a lot of nausea, like stomach problems. And so it's kind of funny for me. It's really hard to tell if I'm having any side effects from medication. That's fair. I didn't think about that. <laughs> so uh, pretty much the only side effect I notice is weight gain because that is uh, – <laughs> it's like, do you have – it's like increased headache. And I'm like, well, I have headaches every day. And it's like not out of the normal for my stomach to be messed up or me to be dizzy, like feeling faint. And so it's kind of – I mean, it's not funny, but it's kind of funny that I can never really tell if I'm having side effects. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sucks for sure. But. It, yeah, it sucks, but it means that uh, I can take, I guess, more medicine because my baseline is already so crazy. Yeah, that's fair. So when you went on uh, medication, did you – how did you feel about, like, okay, I need to go on medication? Did you kind of already know beforehand or – was it kind of sprung upon you? You want to talk a little bit about that experience? Yeah, so I had a pretty big stigma against medication for mental health before I went on medication. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think mostly because the first person I was close with who ever was on medication had such a negative stigma about it herself. Um, and she really resisted taking medication and even... Though, you know, I think she needed it. It was always like a, just a really negative experience for her. And so when I went on it, I, you know, I think I kind of knew that it's what I needed, but I think I kind of equated it with this kind of big, bad thing in my head Mm -hmm. where it was just like, oh no, like if I need medication, 
oh, I must be like really bad off. And it's like, mm. I don't think I understood that medication when you're dealing with depression or, you know, anxiety can be helpful. Like even if you don't have to be getting ready to be hospitalized for it to be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, I didn't have a stigma per se, but I definitely felt like, oh, here's the point where I'm supposed to realize I'm crazy. And that's kind of the uh, advantage or disadvantage of being young and hospitalized Mm -hmm. is that like, you're just kind of, you're not in there because you're having a fun, super great time. Right. (laughs) And it makes you, for me, I got, I got hospitalized for very bad suicidal ideations and um and so to get medicated was a big like sign like not everyone feels this way um you know this is not how this is not what normal should be Mm -hmm. and um thankfully that's not always my normal but I do still fall into those uh fall into those feeling quite a bit mm-hmm. um so I don't know if I had a stigma like I said had a stigma going in or if I knew I should take it as a sign that like what I was feeling was no longer normal yeah. whereas before I was like this is normal this is how everyone feels everyone right. everyone feels this chaotic and just like down and sad and I think like for myself I think I sort of believed that kind of like the rumors that antidepressants um can kind of make you like zombie like and like not yourself and kind Mm. of dull everything Mm -hmm. and so I definitely I had heard that that's I think that's kind of a common misconception sort of like a rumor with yeah it's a big it's a big um thought with mood stabilizers for bipolar disorder as well mm-hmm. um i you know i think that if that's your experience i would say keep trying to find a mood stabilizer that doesn't make you feel like a zombie however you have to realize that if you feel like a zombie it's probably because you were like in this elevated state right and to be brought down when you're not ready is kind of that like zombie like like you don't quite feel like you should feel like this way um so just keep in mind for all my bipolar people out there that like some medications may initially make you feel like a zombie so keep that in mind but also be ready to change medications if that's a prolonged feeling because a lot of bipolar people and bipolar people in particular have this reputation. I'm really glad you brought this up, Mel. Mm-hmm. Um, bipolar people have this reputation of not completing their medicine and just quitting it on the spot. And part of that is that zombie feeling. Mm-hmm. So if you have that zombie feeling for a prolonged period of time, please talk to your doctor because that doesn't have to be your normal. And it's that's an uncomfortable place to be. And it seems like it'd be fun, more fun and easier to be in this elevated state. Mm-hmm. But that's what gets us in trouble, right? So um, I would say just just be aware and be ready to switch when you need to. 
Um, thanks for bringing that yeah, up. Absolutely. And I think for myself too, kind of, I kind of, uh, changed my mindset a little bit where I started thinking of it more as, okay, well, the wrong medicine may make you feel like a zombie, but that's not the right medicine for you. And that kind of, there's so many different medicines to try and kind of to find the right one for yourself and that the medicine antidepressants like mood stabilizers they're not there to change you they're there to like regulate you yeah I've always said like my mood stabilizers make me feel like what I think normal people feel like (laughs) right and so I think it's kind of like when you switch your mindset to sort of that where it's like okay these are trying to help me kind of have more of a normal experience it's not changing who I am like for me with antidepressants it just helps me, um, like, I don't go from, like, zero to 60 all the time, and it's, like, I can, you know, I still get depressed, and I think that, I think that if you're suffering from a mental disorder, I think that you, medicines don't eradicate those. I think that Mm -hmm. it just helps sort of manage the symptoms a little bit easier. Yeah, I it's like a booster seat. Yeah, (laughs) it's just our shorties out there. Like it just it it helps you get a little push in the right direction. And now a really important component to pretty much all mental illness uh, is that therapy component, which we're not going to talk about much today. But medicine and therapy should work hand in hand um, to help you get through these hard times. Um, We're not discounting the help of therapy whatsoever. Definitely not. Because that is life-changing in itself. Mm -hmm. But medication, sometimes you're dealing with these chemical reactions in your brain and you just can't get through them without medication. Um, Or you just can't get through them easily. It just is kind of like a slightly easier path to Mordor. Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, instead of being a super difficult one, you make your path a little easier, I think. It's like your little golem helping you there. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not the best. (laughs) Maybe not the best. (laughs) With Samwise. (laughs) Yeah. I think, too, um, with medication, if you do find yourself in a position where... Because for me, I started taking medication when I was a teenager. And I think I definitely for Irene, sort of the same situation. And after, 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 <laughs> after, son of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still in Lord of the Rings mode. Um, I know for myself, I sort of was on this medication for so many years that I started to think to myself, like, what is this medication doing still for me? You know, what? am I still getting the same effect or is it just sort of, I've been on it for so long. Um, and you know, it's, I think anytime you want to get off of a medicine or change a medicine, it's also really, really important that you consult your doctor because taking or stopping to take any of these medications that are supposed to be for depression, anxiety, like mood stabilizers, if you stop taking them cold turkey, they can definitely have a slingshot effect. Absolutely. And so if you can talk to your doctor about weaning off of them, um, there's also like a cross, um, 
I don't want to call it cross weaning because that sounds like something different. <laughs> but there's like a cross uh, weaning that you can. I had to do it when I went. Uh, I changed anxiety medications, mm-hmm. and um, they can like make sure that you're never like totally unmedicated, which is nice. Instead of doing like cold turkey, okay, go to cold turkey, and now I have to wait two to four weeks to make sure this medicine works. Yeah, like some of my medications, like they've they take like up to a month to show up. Yeah, and work, and then by that time, like if they don't work, then you're like, what the hell, and all the stuff. So there's all these really great options out there. A good psychiatrist will work with you. Um, I've had a plethora of good and bad, um, psychiatrists, and I believe that a good one is one that will give it to you straight, talk you through changes, and will help you communicate your needs because you know your needs better as they know your needs really well or should and you know your needs really well and you guys have to meet in the middle so in my case I've had psychiatrists who like were kind of homophobic that didn't work for me um I've had psychiatrists who wanted things to be as homeopathic as possible and uh that didn't work for me but I've had doctors who when I said I don't think this is working they took me right off of it and they changed it and that's the kind of thing I need because I'm very self-aware but everybody's different everybody wants something different in psychiatrists so when you're looking don't give up like just like with psychologists don't give up if you don't find the right one immediately I'm actually thinking about changing mine very soon. Um, I've been saying that for a while, but I, I mean it. <laughs> kind of gotten off medication just a touch. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yes. But they're the ones who are prescribing it. So it's important. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So some people are seeing a psychiatrist and some people are seeing a general practitioner. So yeah. And for myself, I have other disorders that, uh, some of my anti-anxiety medications don't come from a psychiatrist and they don't come from even a general doctor. I get my site or my anti-anxiety medicines from neurologists and ENTs. So there's kind of, so I think kind of making sure that you are keeping all of your doctors in the loop if you do have kind of a, if it's not just a one-stop shop for you. Yeah. Um, just really making sure that each and every one of your doctors knows what's going on, knows all the medications you're on. Um, so if there are any kind of, um, like, you know, interactions between your medications, they'll know it. And... I think even stopping your medications, um, just really important that if you ever feel like your medication is not working, do not stop cold turkey. It is just for people dealing with mental illness, it just never goes well. Because it does have kind of a rubber band slingshot effect where 
if you have been taking, and Irene's right, you know, some medications, depending on what the half-life is and depending on how often you're supposed to take them, some of them may take a month to get in your system and kind of take effect. Uh, some of them, the half-life is such that it'll only be in your system for like two to three days. So just knowing that every medication is a little bit different um, should definitely mean you can go off of them different ways, but if you stop them immediately, your symptoms are likely to feel worse. You're likely to feel more depressed, even more suicidal if that's kind of what you're going through, more anxious, and that is unfortunately normal for stopping medication just immediately. Mm -hmm. I just want to, you know, I think when I think about my medication, this is kind of a backtrack, but when I think, so I have a little pill container that I keep my medications in and I take um roughly I'm gonna guesstimate 10 pills a day you take more than that um before solely for my mental health oh okay would you agree uh about that I don't know I just can we just estimate (laughs) I'll let you do it I Uh, I fill Irene's pill container so I get a little bit specific sometimes (laughs) yeah so, um, you can count them in your head, and then when you get to the number, okay. just... but just for mental health, because it's, I don't, like, I just... Yeah, yeah, we also have to consider that, uh, the metformin is for, for mental health. Yes. Okay. So, are you taking, like, number of yeah. pills or number of medications? Uh, number of pills. Let's gotcha, go for gotcha. that. So... Right, I got you. So, while she's doing that, <laughs> I'll tell you, I... I have a container of morning, midday, and night medications. It separates it out for me. Mel helps me out with that, which is really great and super helpful. I think it's about 13 you take a day. 13 I take a day. Um, and so I, yeah, I look down at that and I don't see, hey, if I don't take this, I'm going to be crazy. I just say, this is what my normal is, and this is totally fine to have this be my normal. And it it just, you know, I think not everyone is going to take that many medications for mental health. Some people are going to take more. And it's not about how many or how frequently you take it, but it's about um, just being the best you that you can be. And getting to your most baseline that's possible for you. And um, I'm really fortunate to have the medication. Um, Recently we met someone who, uh, in a choice of words I wouldn't quite consider myself, but said that they were too poor to have diagnoses. And I say that there are a lot of really great resources out there that are free or cheaper or sliding scale. Um, there's just options out there that it, that weren't always there. Yeah, especially um, with healthcare right now, there's like the mental health clause. The mental health parity. So um, they can't charge you more than any other specialty doctor to go um, to a... Uh, psychiatrists or psychologists, um, but some 
some uh, carriers are even taking it to the point where it's the same as your primary doctor. So um, just something to consider. Like they have limited the cost of it, just depending on your plan, how much that is. Um, sometimes it's just coinsurance, so it doesn't really help. But um, yeah, that's one thing. So you know, having a diagnosis, having medication should not, and this is like a dream world, right, that we're living in, but should not keep you from getting a diagnosis, should not keep you from um, getting the mental health care you need, should not keep you from the medication you need, and you just have to figure out how to work this the best way you can. If money is an issue or if stigma due to race or or ethnicity or anything gender gender is anything that's stopping you if you feel like in your heart of hearts something's not right please take it seriously and go talk to someone and I promise you we'll be better and um, that stigma is often less frightening than we realize and you also don't have to tell. Like, it's nobody's business. Yeah. Like, what you do for your own mental health. Like, if, if that is a stigma, even if you're managed to kind of erase that for yourself, if the stigma for your family and your friends, first of all, you know, I would, I hope that they all want the best for you, but it's nobody's damn business. Like, you know, take care yep. of yourself. Do you? I think that I thought of another topic of medication that maybe we can discuss another time oh i'd love to talk about it later self-medication oh interesting yes i think that would be great to talk about um later yes uh but yes everyone and i always think too it's it's you know like a situation like irene's where her first real foray into mental health was kind of being hospitalized Mm -hmm. and that is so much more expensive yeah. than just checking in with your general doctor. Like, and again, like it, you can just, your general doctor these days can diagnose you with depression, anxiety, and help you with that. Or, you know, going online and finding a resource online to talk to someone. Yeah. You know, there are ways, you know, just to keep that cost down. If you feel yourself getting to a place being proactive is saves you so much money in the long run. Yeah. And not just money, but we're talking about your life here. And like, I don't say that lightly. I mean, this is truly it, or it can be truly a matter of life and death. Absolutely. So please like, like fuck everything else <laughs> and just do what you can because it'll all be worth it. Um, at least just to find out what's going on. And then you can read on the internet for free. Mm-hmm. Homeopathic <laughs> remedies or ways to deal with things or different types of therapies and their models and what you can do. All of that is available for free on the internet once you know. So I guess we want to leave you with... Um, so later we'll leave you. Well, I was going to, uh, well, I think, I think we can go ahead and do a wrap up, but I think that, you know, the main takeaway is this is supposed to be about medication and finding the right one, finding the right dose, 
all that. It's just, if you feel that you need help or you find yourself in a position where a doctor is recommending you take medicine, I implore you all to give it a chance. Uh, and just remember that you are your own best advocate and kind of try to think about as much as you can as getting back to normal. It does It's not making you go off of normal. It's helping you return to normal. And it can help and enrich your life and make you feel so much more at ease if you take the chance and work through the stigmas, uh, work through the side effects, and to find the right medicine and the right dose. Yeah, I think that's really beautifully said. I think um, the thing I'll add is um, medication is the reason I'm still on this earth. Yes. And um, while it's not something I'm proud of, it's something that I know to be true. And I'm not ashamed of it either. Mm -hmm. And we hope this podcast just gave you a little bit more confidence to say, hey, maybe I should explore if I do need this or not. Um, You know, I say, you know, check with your general doctor or check with a psychiatrist, um, depending on how severe you feel things are right now or, or whatever. If you've had a bad period and now you're in a good period, this is a great time to try medication. Um, You know, don't think that like, just because you got through it means everything's perfect now. Um, but we really appreciate you guys listening to us talk. And, um, as always, we want to send a bunch of light and love to all of you. And wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, morning, noon, or night, we hope you have a great one. And we'll talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye.